the third dimension. This is 3D or 2D.com's Duh 3D Show. Put on your 3D glasses now. If you're wondering what the 3D stand for, they are discussion, debate, and the news. We hope that you enjoy the show. Get it? The show? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 109 of The 3D Show. As always, I'm Adolf, and I have with me uh, Jake. Hey, folks. Jacob. Hello. And a new employee, John. Hello, everybody. Uh, I guess it's a good time to introduce yourself to everybody. Uh, John, who are you? Just give a little rundown so that people in the audience can know you. Hey, uh... <laughs> my name is John. I guess like everybody else on here, I'm just a big movie fan. Happy to talk about movies anytime I can get. So I enjoy being on the show and uh, happy to uh, be part of the group. And you have a 3D Blu-ray player and set up at home, correct? Yeah, I'm I'm certainly more of a and by uh, not by choice necessarily, but where I live, there's very few options for 3D viewing in the cinema. Uh, but I am a big avid 3D uh, and actually 4K blu-ray uh enthusiast at home not something my wife is so happy about but um keeps me at home something i enjoy um and my my avid collection of comic books uh in my teen years has now turned into blu-rays and scary as it is comic books aren't that much cheaper than blu-rays anymore so um so it's just the the all the equipment that comes with it that's really pricey all right so uh we're doing Death Radio Show 109, so John, since you're the new person here, what is the current date and time recording of this podcast? Alright, it's one fifteen Eastern Time, Saturday, July 30th, 2022. Thank you. Um, so that way, if anything happens, you know, we're going to try to put this up early August, as soon as I can, um, but it is what it is. So, uh, John, we have a lot of comic book news uh, this week. Um, I'll let you decide what do you, what do, what should we talk about first? I think my choice would be the Wakanda forever trailer. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, so this week, uh, we had, or last week, actually, we had Comic-Con, um, San Diego Comic-Con came back in person and, uh, we had the trailer to Black Panther Wakanda forever. So let's go around. Uh, Jake, what are your thoughts on the trailer? That was one of the best trailers I have ever seen. They probably spent three years about cutting it. All right, Jake. Uh, and if uh, and if a trailer means anything about quality of movie, uh, but unfortunately it does not. Uh, but uh, I, it just was like Ryan Coogler's got this with everything thrown at at this movie. All the bad luck. It just, it just. If that trailer is any indication, he's got this. All right, Jake, what's your thoughts? Uh, I hope it's not a situation like it was with Suicide Squad because I had a pretty darn good trailer. And then same thing with this. And both movies had, you know, some issues behind the scenes. So I hope it's not going to suck like Suicide Squad. But I, I'll, I'll keep my expectation in check. I don't think Disney is going to hand the movie over to the trailer company to cut it. No, but if if uh, Thor: Love and Thunder is any indication, it's gonna have four editors, and it's just gonna be cut down and chopped to death. Yeah, right. that's a real possibility. All right, John, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I I, I agree with both Jakes. Um, 
I am probably one of the fewer people in the world that I, I was just not a huge fan of Black Panther. I enjoyed it, don't get me wrong, but it is not even close to my top ten of the Marvel movies. Um, but when I when I saw that trailer, I really was blown away by the level of quality, the the cinematography, um, the effects, which I think that's one place where Black Panther really was bad, um, mm-hmm. especially towards the end. The effects were just they're just poor if you rewatch it. So I, I agree. I think Ryan Coogler uh, really seems to have a handle. It looks like they gave him some money for this. Uh, you know, I, I agree too. You got you always get fearful of the trailers, but I don't know. It, it of all those Comic Con trailers, and we're going to talk about some other ones. It was the only one that had heart to me, and I actually felt something when I watched it, like emotionally. Um, so I'm I'm really surprising myself, looking forward to it. Now we're going to try to add these into the podcast. Um, we got some Facebook comments and fa- and uh, questions and. Uh, we are part of, you know, we are going on to different Facebook groups for 3D. And uh, Ryan Gillis said this. I want to say, quote, Everybody's raving about this trailer, but I didn't, it didn't really draw me in. I'm sure it would be entertaining, but I didn't care for the trailer at all. Perhaps it was similarities to Avatar 2 trailer, which I'm burnt out on at this point. And I, I really agree with Ryan here because it really reminded me of Avatar, uh, The Way of Water. And um, it looks very pretty. I, I can't deny the prettiness of it. Um but it, it didn't draw me in. You know, it was like, okay, it looks cool. It looks pretty. I don't know what's going on. Um, sure. Um, but yeah, Avatar 2 in there. So, so. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about the story of the movie. It just shows shots of the movie and characters. It is a well, teaser. It's, it's going to yeah. be interesting to me to see how much of it is a Black Panther movie and how much of it is a Namor movie. You know, did with, with the passing of Chadwick Boseman, did they take the opportunity to turn it into um you know an origin story for other characters because they really they really got stuck obviously with his untimely well, death so you're, you're saying it's going to be like captain marvel with uh, it being a nick fury origin story i guess there's that possibility but certainly namor is featured heavily not only in the trailer but in everything we saw with Afterwards on on uh, the internet. Yeah, well, the first Black Panther movie uh, was more of a Wakanda origin story. Yeah, and uh, yeah. We, I, and Killmonger that it was because Civil War was more a Black Panther origin story. Yeah. Now, um, you know, having Namor on here is interesting because a lot of us kind of wonder, wondering about this and assumed, okay, it's going to be Namor beforehand, because that would be a cool idea to have, you know, one country versus another country. Um, and it's kind of weird, but that Aquaman came out first and was a huge hit, even though Namor in the comics came out first. Um, so it's going to, you know, whenever Namor is around, everyone's going to compare him to Aquaman, even though he was first. And uh, he definitely looks different. Um, having the blue characters... Um, and having a Mayan or, or Aztec or um, Mexican, Amer- Central American kind of um, indigenous people kind of vibe, um, I think that looked cool. But it did remind me so much of Avatar 2. And um, I, I like the Avatar 2 trailer, but damn it, they, they need to give me something else because I've seen that trailer like a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great 3D. I'll say, I'll say that. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I'm excited for it. I, I was hot. I did do the review for Black Panther. I did enjoy the movie a lot. Um, 
the 3D wasn't as good as it would have wanted it to be, but hey, we've been wanting this trailer for like months, so finally we get yeah. it. <laughs> uh, at least we get a bigger gap between this trailer and the movie versus what we got for Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. So I hope that's any indication of quality, so I don't know. Yeah, am, am I correct that they're, they now, you know, they don't know, they don't do any kind of movie overlapping as far as trailers go? I think so. Well, right now, everything is such chaos. Uh, I'm not surprised that's not happening. Yeah. It's probably just easier that way. Well, does he know, knows how to manufacture a product? I'll say that much and advertise it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jake, uh, what do you want to talk about next? Oh, let's talk about Shazam Fury of the Gods trailer. Um, yes. I thought this pretty much was um, the first trailer redone, remixed, and corrected. Because uh, that first trailer was so confusing. Uh, it was like, whatever. And this was concise. You know what's going on. And it, it sold its product. Uh, it just had the misfortune of being at the same Comic-Con as Wakanda Forever trailer. Yeah. So it's not going to get the love it deserves. But this is a very good trailer. And it's one of those trailers that you, when you look at it, you go, oh, I'm so pumped for this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it was actually my favorite trailer that I've seen of the comic book movies from Comic-Con. It was just so funny, and it told me what it's going to happen. It's just up front. Now, we got a new suit for Shazam. Uh, what do you guys think of the new suit? I like it a lot. Yeah? Yeah. I hope it retains the actual lit-up lightning bolt, like, because they actually did that on set for the first movie. So I wonder if they continued that or if that's mm -hmm. CGI light. I, I did love that. I did love that lighting-up aspect of it. Definitely looks like they put more money to this sequel than certainly what the original had, because I thought the effects in the trailer were really good. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it was very fun to have a, a uh, reference to Fast and the Furious and to have a character from Fast and the Furious at the same time. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. That was good. Yeah. yeah. I guess where my confusion comes in and watch, because I watched that trailer numerous times now, and you know, the references to the Flash in there. Um, you know, is that a direct? Is that going to be in line with the Flash movie that's coming out next year? Um, but is that universe even a universe anymore? I just, I'm just not sure what direction DC is going with all this stuff. Well, <laughs> I don't think they know. It says Emos Phase Four. Yeah, uh, I think the Flash movie was supposed to set up stuff, and because Ezra Miller kept doing bad things, um, <laughs> that they, they have to delay it, and that's kind of messed up some of the flow. But it was supposed to be a, a big pivotal thing. Um, but yeah. Um, now, no, we have Black Adam trailer and a Shazam trailer, and I guess they're not going to be intermixing here, at least not yet, which is a little bit disappointing. Um, but I, I did like a lot of the, the Shazam trailer. Now, I was surprised by the wizard being back because I thought he died. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, and the wizard's probably still dead. The wizard. Uh, in um, in the comics was dead, but he popped up as kind of like a wizard ghost. Yeah. So it's, it's DC's force ghost guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly what I was going to say. Exactly. And um, I love how all the costumes look great. I love all the, the adults' costumes. They just, they pop. They have a real look to them. And um, 
Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I really like this. Now, we don't know for sure if Shazam is a 3D movie, but I mean, I think it's really highly plausible since the first one was, and this is a family movie and coming out near Christmas. So I think you probably, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, this is coming out December 21st. Um, so Christmas all movie for us. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely excited. I love Shazam. Shazam was very much a bright, bright um, movie. Um, John, uh, what's your thoughts on Shazam movies? First one. Yeah, I like the first one a lot. I mean, it's certainly when compared to the other DC stuff, it kind of smacked you in the face with its lighthearted tone um, compared to everything that was coming out with with Snyder at the time. Um, but I enjoy it. I watch it. The 3D is actually not too bad on the, the Blu-ray release. Um, I am not a, the biggest fan of, I, I don't like it. I guess I like the series more, you know, the last two Thor movies probably aren't my favorites, um, due to their, their amount of humor. Um, Shazam has a little bit of that. Um, but the fact that it's more around kids and, you know, these, these characters are all, uh, I guess they're teens now. Um, but, uh, but I am looking forward to it. Uh, I think, uh, with Zachary Levi, right. The yeah. Shazam. Yeah. He, I mean, his timing is, is really good. I just hope there's enough seriousness that it's not too jokey in kids. Um, cause in contrast to black Adam, that doesn't seem to have any humor. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think some of the, the best Marvel movies over the last you know decade or so, those ones that, that balance it real well. Um, you know, Thor's too much for me, and 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 sometimes uh, they don't have enough. But I'm looking forward to it. I I'm hopeful too about the 3D for that. I would hope that by by the time we get to the holidays with Avatar being out, a lot of this other stuff is going to follow suit and be released in 3D. But um, I don't know of anything um, for certain in my market. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it might be one of those things where they get too many movies at the same time being 3D and they only release one or two. Or yeah. It might be hard to get. Where It might be that um, Jacob has to review it because it's not 3D in Texas and you know, or something. You know, who knows? <laughs> I mean, because I, I did get Ron's Gone Wrong, so we'll see. Yeah. Oh, and then I had the luxury, the joy to, to review um, Wonder Park in 3D. Was that even released in 3D? It was. It had fantastic, fantastic 3D. Mediocre, completely bland, boring movie, but it had great D-Box as well. D-Box in 3D. Beautiful. Wonderful. I was hoping that um, the DC League of Super Pets would get a 3D release. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, I I thought for sure, but it's not in my market anyway. There's only 2Ds. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know, in the U.S., it's only 2D. I'm hoping overseas and you get a disc. Yeah. And everybody I know has seen it. They said the trailer does it dirty. That is hmm. actually, they said it's actually a good version of Secret Life of Pets. Huh. <laughs> All right. Well. So I may go see it next week. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll see it whenever it goes to HBO Max. <laughs> I'm not, yes, that pro- Yeah. That sounds like a better plan. Um, <laughs> the same thing with uh, Paws. And I did put up on the website that we're not reviewing Paws. Um, what's it called? Paws of Fury. Paws of Fury. Because yeah. it's not a 3D movie. And it's like, yay, it looks terrible. 
Yeah, it's, you it's could the get a version of Blazing Saddles. Third Hotel Transylvania <laughs> movie, and that was 3D. Yeah. Everything I've read about the Super Pets, though, is that it's excellent. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a damn shame that we're not going to get it in 3D. Um, so, let's talk about the new Black Adam uh, teaser. Now, this is interesting because I felt like all the critiques we had of the previous Black Adam trailer, they kind of resolved in this teaser. Um, they're kind of like, okay, we're going to edit this as this and this, and it's not really going to have anything new, but it's just going to look better. And I think it's exactly what they probably wanted to do is have a better foot forward, and I'm more excited for Black Adam now. What about y'all? Mm-hmm. Eh. Yeah, I, I don't know that I'm super excited, but I, I would agree that the, the trailer is much better. That first one, they tried a couple of things of humor that just always fell flat. Um, yeah. I remember sitting in the uh, Top Gun, the theater was packed, and, and the trailer played, and, and you could tell they wanted... It's that scene where they were in the car driving or something at the end, I forget, but uh, it was just the humor. It was just didn't go anywhere, and they kind of cut that, this, that out of the new trailer, thankfully. It's like to roll up the window, just like yes, exactly, yep, yep, <laughs> exactly. Now um, we're gonna try to mix in Twitter and Facebook questions and comments um, into this, and we got a Twitter comment from Reed Bennett, and he said, uh, "Will Top Gun Maverick ever be converted to 3D? I have no idea. I definitely hope so, but I don't think so. <laughs> Never say never." Yeah, never yeah. say never, especially as, as long as the Germans are selling 3D discs. But then again, it may not be any good either. That cinematography yeah. for Top Gun Maverick is, is incredible. <laughs> yes, agreed. I mean, so fun. I mean, having the, the 3D depth there would make that a whole lot more fun. But still, it was a lot of fun as is. Oh, but you're, but you're assuming some country releasing this is going to spend the money to make a good conversion when it's probably going to look like the Sharknado or the Gladiator conversions. Yeah. I mean, I think Paramount's super happy about Maverick. You know, it's made a billion dollars already, been a huge hit over the summer and early spring. Um, so I, I wish that it was a 3D movie. I don't know will it will ever be, hopefully, but I don't think so. Has anyone ever seen the the 3D disc of Fallout? I know there's one out there, but I've never seen it. The video game Fallout? No, no I'm sorry. Uh, Mission Impossible. Impossible. Yes. I, uh, I thought I, they I, were strictly bootleg. They, oh, they was it? Yeah, taken from uh, a pay, uh, from a pay-per-view 3D uh, screenings in Europe. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Uh, uh, the, disc, the disc I got is a burned disc from the Sky UK streaming service, so it's actually better quality than the theater. But it's uh, it is blocky, but it's fantastic depth and pop out, just like oh, the no, theater. No kidding. Yeah, no kidding. I spent about thirty five bucks on a copy. <laughs> well, that's not too bad for compared to the the Marvel Japanese three D four K combos I've been buying. Yeah, but I mean, it's still not fantastic. I wish Random Space Media or somebody would release it officially. Yeah. Now, going back to Black Adam here, um, I thought it was interesting that they have Black Fate and he has, um, or Dr. Fate, um, and, sorry, Dr. Fate 
makes copies of himself, kind of like how Doctor Strange made copies of himself. And uh, I think there's going to be a lot of people that are comparing them. And Doctor Fate is is pretty badass as a magician. Um, it, it's way more powerful than Doctor Strange. But I definitely, if I would love to have a Doctor Fate uh, movie, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Never say never, and a DC yeah. you never know. I mean, they gave Alfred Pennyworth a TV show. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what their plan is as far as the Justice Society of America. I mean, that's where they're pulling a bunch of these characters from. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Hawkman and Dr. Fate. Um, obviously, there's more, but I, I don't know, because how, you know, how are they going to introduce all of this? That's where it usually gets muddy um, when you got these characters that are in public's eyes, C or D level characters, no one knows about. How do you really introduce them in a in a two hour? Just do it like Iron Man, I guess. But you, you know, all they introduced was Iron Man, not not three or four characters. Yeah, I mean, I love Pierce Brosnan, so I, I definitely think he can definitely carry a whole movie. <laughs> oh, I agree with that. Yeah, he's he's yeah. very good. Uh-huh. Yep. And Doctor Fate is a very fascinating character. Um, so. He's out there, but he definitely yeah. could have great stories. <laughs> Costume looks fabulous, too, in those trailers. Oh, yeah. 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 I- I'm definitely glad that nowadays they're not scared. Neither DC or Marvel are scared of just going out there and let's do the costume like it was in comics. And just mm-hmm. and that's it. And, you know, they don't have to update it. They could just have it. And, you know, they could actually make it look realistic and fun and not. And you know, if it is ridiculous, who cares? <laughs> you know? Um, they do update them. Um, a lot of them, they make them look like they're made out of um, casual, uh, athletic leisure wear. So, which makes sense. All right, uh, Jacob. Let's uh, keep going. Uh, what do you want to talk about next? Let's go from DC to Marvel again. I want to talk about uh, the director of Shang Chi doing Avengers King, or whatever yeah. that was called. King's Dynasty. King's Dynasty. <laughs> um, so I guess good question do y'all like Shang-Chi which I think it's a great movie yeah <laughs> I, like I it loved it <laughs> I loved it I loved it too uh, I said it was the best uh, Hollywood martial arts movie since Enter the Dragon and I still stand by that hmm <laughs> that's tough I don't, I don't uh, know I've been I Hollywood like in fact I Hollywood. Hollywood, because there's yeah. plenty of martial arts movies that are much better than Enter the Dragon. Yeah, I do like the um, Legend of the Dragon uh, story of Bruce. What is that? Oh, man, I'm getting the name wrong. Rob Cohen directed it. Uh, basically, the story of Bruce Lee. Yeah, it's more. I I think of that as more of a biopic. Yeah, you're, that's true. Arts. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it you're right. It is. Have your martial arts story. No, I thought it was more of a biopic with martial so, arts in it. So kind what's number like, three? I, like Bloodsport, <laughs> Lionheart. <laughs> All right, let's get back to Avengers: King Dynasty here. Um, so it definitely is a lot of confidence on Marvel with uh, director Deeston Daniel Creighton. Creighton. Um, I definitely have faith in him that he could make a fantastic Avengers movie. And uh, King Dynasty is going to be interesting because that's going to be the first or the next Avengers movie. And there's going to be another Avengers movie the same year, which is kind of another topic. Um, we're going to have 
Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars within six to eight months of each other. So, who who wants to bet that John Watts is directing the other Avengers movie? Uh, I don't know. I would say that uh, that's a really good call because okay. that would explain a whole lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people are frustrated and sad that the Russos aren't doing it, but they're busy cutting deals in China and India. They're also busy doing the Gray Man too. Uh huh. Yeah. So you know. They've uh they've moved on and there's also a lot of people don't want to work at um Disney anymore under Bob Chapek. Yeah. Um so the King Dynasty has a scheduled release date of May 2nd, 2025, which feels both okay and kind of far away at the same time. <laughs> um I know 2022, so 3 years from now, but it, Three years from now is kind of like, I can't imagine that far ahead. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, okay, yeah. Um, and Kang, um, we got an introducing, introduction to him in the Loki TV show. And I think he's going to come back for Quantumania, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. So um, I, I definitely liked him in a little bit of time that he was in Loki. I'm going to have to watch those shows. I still have yet to watch any after uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, you're missing out. Uh, John, have you watched them? I, I have. Uh, thankfully, I have a, a, a teenage daughter who is, is as much of a geek as I am, so I have somebody to watch them with. Um, I I really liked Moon Knight, uh, but I'm kind of a, a Moon Knight character uh comic freak anyway so i like that character but jason uh or not jason um oscar isaacs is excellent uh in that role uh i'm not i wasn't a big fan of the loki series to be honest with you and i know they're coming out with the second one uh kang's introduction in there is good uh i think it was a good start to establish that character um but hopefully hopefully it's fleshed out more to the non-comic book reader in in ant-man and wasp but i think uh Going back for as far as him being a main villain for the Avengers makes all the sense in the world. Uh, Destin Daniel directing, I think, is an awesome choice. It, it will be interesting to see, though. You know, there's a lot of complaints online about how the, they don't think people don't think like the this. I guess what is it? Phase four has really established a a pattern of stuff, and I'm not sure. You know, those two Avengers you talked about, Kang and, and Secret Wars, I think come out in the same year, right? So how are they going to set up the next phase? Obviously five rolls into six for that. How they do the next, it's going to be really interesting what Marvel does in the next two years when they're rolling out three or four films a year, plus Disney plus uh, to have all of this coordinating and, and feed into these huge, huge Avengers movies, two in one year. Um, so Jake, do you want to give everyone a, a rundown who Kang the Conqueror is, or do you not know? Oh, well, Kang has been retconned so much. Uh, hell, I don't even know if I know all the retcons. He's basically a time-traveling villain. Yep. Who's been retconned to be just about everything from, oh, what is that Egyptian? I cannot remember the name of him. But I, oh, and uh, oh, he's even been retconned to be uh, Nathaniel Richards, uh, the father of uh, Reed Richards. Um, 
I mean, I, I just roll my eyes. None of it's important. They're not going to use most of it because no audience would follow it or tolerate it. All right. So what's his powers? What's his, Do you just have uh, futuristic stuff? Yeah, and tech. Tech from the future. Yeah, it's it's kind of the same with. And uh, he's got his own kind of Kang uh, brain trust. So so he so some Kangs plot against other Kangs, and some Kangs get together to gang up on other Kangs. You know. And Kang was first created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby in in nineteen sixty four. Officially on Wikipedia, his powers are. Uh, time travel, genius level intellect, skilled tactician, hand to hand combat, resistance to radiation, access to advanced technology, highly advanced battle armor um, that grants him enhanced strength, energy, hologram, force field projection, 30 day supply of air and food, ability to control other forms of technology, and he's from. <laughs> Sounds like they're really parsing things to make it sound, to make him sound more badass. Yeah. He's officially from the 31st century. <laughs> So a thousand years into the future. Same timeline as uh, Futurama. Oh my. Here we go, y'all. <laughs> Jeez. All right. So Fry is going to be the hero. Fry, it is my duty to inform you that the fate of humanity, the fate of our race, indeed, the fate of all that exists and ever will exist, rests with you. You are the single most important person in the universe. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, okay. Awesome. That would be amazing because Disney does own the rights to Futurama, so hell yeah, I would never Yeah! Remember. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome reference. Um, I think Futura, um, F- the writers Futurama would be 100% in favor of that. <laughs> but yeah, um, that would be a whole lot of fun if they do that. I don't think they need to. Um, there's a lot of stuff here, a lot of different ideas that he could play with time travel and have different versions of himself. And uh, him, um, you know, we already set up in Multiverse of Madness, the multiverses colliding with each other, create, creating inversions. And, you know, we had the setup in Loki that he um, was, the, you know, helped to make the time variance and to help. And now there's chaos. So, um, yeah, the, the, uh, the second, the so Avengers, Kang Dynasty in May and Avengers Secret Wars is on November 7th. So, not that far apart, and I'm gonna. It's pretty safe to assume they're gonna have a um, huge cliffhanger, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Secret Wars uh, if it's the reverts back to the original miniseries back in the '80s, uh, or there was more recent ones, and I'm not as familiar with those. But um, the, the first one, it was just the, this. Um, Celestial being called the Beyonder brought all the these heroes and villains all to one planet, and they fought it out. It was really cool, um, but they they did it actually to to sell toys. Um, but it was just a huge hit. Um, so I, I'm not as familiar with the second series that came out. I guess in the in the 2010s, maybe early 2000s. I'm not sure when. Yeah, I think it was like I think I had to buy like 50 comics to read that story. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Well, then they had Secret Wars two, and then it was just there was just tie-ins to every other comic, and that that wasn't nearly as successful or good. 
and the scrolls are a big part of it, and some of them. There's there's different Secret Wars stories. I guess that's a good way of saying it. Not exactly one story connects to another one, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. DC has crises, uh, and Marvel has Secret Wars. Yes. Yep. Um, and there's definitely several stories of King um, that could work for this and multiversal stuff. It all kind of blends in and. Um, you know, Phase 4 doesn't really connect to each other yet, but I assume, you know, Disney and Marvel have a plan, which that's, I guess, the next topic to talk about. We have a whole suite of uh, movies and TV shows that's coming, and uh, it's a lot, um, and it's it's awesome. Uh, what do you guys think of the new phases? It's a lot in a short span of time of three years. Well, we've had a lot of downtime technically so from their ambitions i hope they used this time not twiddling their thumbs and 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 jockeying for uh positions in the company sounds like they've been planning when they couldn't film and but we'll see because uh i agree with a lot of fans uh phase four has been a mess Yeah, I think the the what's the the two words quality control is is really comes into question with some of this phase four yeah. stuff. Well, part of it is movies got jammed out of order, um, thrown chaos between Alan Horn pushing for Disney to uh, fire James Gunn, which was probably the worst thing he's ever done in his long lustrous career. Uh, that and and creatively at um d at, at dc put uh, not at warner brothers excuse me uh pushing for the hobbit to be three movies uh which made money but creatively was not the best uh and then we've got the whole death of chadwick boseman which really threw a lot of stuff off and then of course the damn uh covid and uh, you know i think sony being in the mix in there with Spider-Man No Way Home kind of threw off things because apparently the director or writer of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness didn't know what was in the script for uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. They just knew there was multiverse stuff. So, yeah. And, of course, you know, Sony being Sony, you you don't want to share, and it's just kind of, okay, you know. And the whole Sony universe, I'm kind of glad that it's not really going to be part of the Marvelverse. Yeah. For now. For now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But hey, you never know. Morbid time can happen any time. <laughs> Boo! Yeah, we're going to get more of Morbius 2, Morbid time. <laughs> boo! That was a great timing, Jake, but boo! Morbius. <laughs> uh, it's not that bad. It's oh, just God. boring. It's a 4 out of 10, but still, it's not like, you know... That it's not a one out of ten. I've seen worse. <laughs> yeah. The the bad sign is I bought it when it first came out, and I've still yet to put it in my player. Um, I guess I got to do that. I saw it once in the theater, and the completest in me had to purchase it, but I have not yeah. have not put it in yet. So I guess that's not a good sign. All right. So phase four is going to end, or supposed to end, with Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty short phase of five movie or six movies. 
And the TV shows. Um, and the TV shows. So She-Hulk is, uh, is going to be this August, and... Um, that one looks bad. I like it. Um, and we also get uh, I Am Groot in there, and I don't know if... Um, so Phase 5, is that starting with um, Guardians Galaxy Holiday Special? I don't know. <sighs> That's probably just going to be like a side thing. Yeah, and I think the the Groot stuff is just like they're just like twenty minute shorts, right? I think so. I don't even know if they're that long. Yeah, it might be like five twenty five shorts that equal twenty minutes or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It'd be like the Toy Story shorts. Gotcha. So, uh, Phase Five is Atman and the Wasp: Quantumania, Secret Invasion TV show, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three Echo TV show, Loki TV show season two, Marvel's movie Blade movie. Um, Iron Hearts TV show, Agatha Coven of Chaos TV show, Daredevil Born Again TV show, Captain America New World Order movie, and Thunderbolts movie, and Phase... Where's Deadpool 3 and all this? Mm-hmm. And, we're, oh, and we're going to get a whole bunch of more announcements at, um, at D23. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably where you're going to see more of the, uh... The Fox stuff that they've acquired come out. And then Phase 6 is 2024-2025, including Fantastic Four, Avengers, King Dynasty, and Avengers Secret Wars, which is 2024 and 2025. Um, so we got a lot of stuff, a lot of content coming. Um, Sue, I guess, what are you most excited for uh, from this? I think you're right, though, Jake, that we might get more in, um, like, are we going to get uh, Mutants... TV show or movie? Um, are we gonna get X Men movie or are, we, are they just gonna stay in mutants? I think mutants is fine. I'm not. Yeah, gonna... I don't know. Uh, I mean, I also don't know when the former actors' uh, contracts run out from playing the X Men. Because. Uh, I don't think Chapik wants to pay Jennifer Lawrence like 25 million bucks to recast her. No, I don't she think so. She doesn't need to come back. Yeah. And and I don't even think she wants to come back either. But with the way no. the economy is, she might. You never know. <laughs> uh, but uh, who knows? Um, we're all uh, biting. We're all chomping at the bit and we all can't wait. I mean, the Secret Wars and the King Dynasty are going to be where they can get all these other people in there, too. And we'll have multiple variants. We could have all the Spider-Men and all the Spider-Women together. And you could go ahead and include the cartoons, too. The the Sony uh, Into the Spider-Verse uh, cartoons. Um, Miles, Morales, and Gwen, Stacy, uh, there. I, I'm fine with having cartoon characters mixed in that much. Sure, why not, you know? Yeah. If, hey, Doctor Strange went into a paint universe, for God's sake. And a cube universe. So, yeah, go for it. <laughs> Whatever. I just, I hope there's a plan. You know, we've had all these teasers through this last phase. We've had the Black Knight teaser with Eternals. Um, we had Star Fox with Eternals. We had even Venom again at the end of Spider-Man. I just hope there's a plan to actually incorporate the them into some of these films opposed to just fan service dropping these people at the end of films. Yeah. Apparently, Ironheart's supposed to be in Black Panther, Iron, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Um, so, that's that. And we already had Miss Marvel and 
Marv and uh, Captain Marvel in Miss Marvel. So th- there's. Did some... anyone watch Miss Marvel? I liked it a lot. Yeah, I did. Not yet. I, I saw the part with the the mutants and the the X Men '97 theme at the end. Um, I saw that on YouTube, but that was about it. That's the only series I haven't watched yet. I really like it. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on the new trailers for the I Am Groot and She Hulk? I don't know. It just it feels like a product. Uh, Jake, what are you saying about She Hulk? Uh, this new trailer looks a lot better than the last one. Uh, they really need on trailers. They really need to put like a disclaimer about the effects and stuff in them because yeah. we did not get a Guardians three trailer because James Gunn did not want his movie trashed by fans because the effects aren't finished. What in the actual ass? Why? Why are the visual effects not done? It's a metal arm. It's not like we're trying to remove a mustache. Okay, fair enough. And so we don't get to have a little sneak peek until probably months late, until months and months. Because of that, because they're getting tired of everything getting, because that hurts box office. Mm-hmm. Or views. Yeah. I mean, some things are really egregious and fans deserve to tear out of studios uh, a new hole. Uh, Sonic is the prime example. Yeah. But some stuff, the nitpicking is so bad that uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Disney says, Marvel's so successful, we don't need to have trailers at all. <laughs> I don't know about that. but <laughs> No, but I can see it happening if, if because they're starting to become a liability. Because, I mean, that's basically what James Gunn said uh, when they asked him why there wasn't a trailer. I mean, he was just upfront about it and honest. Well, they, they have, I mean, they, they're so hard on these dates. They have these effect houses working to the last minute to get things complete. They just, they just don't have time. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a big scandal. Uh, I mean, there's a, pe- people quitting the industry, burnout. Uh, yep. Effect houses who will not work with Disney again. Now, no Armor Wars TV show was announced here, and that was previously announced. So I guess that got put in the back burner because of scheduling. Um, but or, I th- it's a, or it's a D23 announcement. Potentially, yeah. When is the triple three? I'm not sure. Dis- I'm not a big Disney file. I'm, the way they're talking about it, I would assume it's this year. It's in September, it looks like. Wow. Okay, so we might get some more news on that end there. But, uh, yeah, we're wondering about that because we've got so many different shows and stuff, and um, that seemed to be dropped off the list. So uh, I think the director said, yes, we're still working on it. It's just not going to be as soon as people would have liked, I think. Or that was the impression I got. Uh, so, yeah, um, I mean, it's fine if they want to move stuff around and do stuff. Um the schedule used to be pretty tight, and we're gonna get a break um, in August. Um, I think there's gonna. I think I am Groot's gonna come out and be pretty quick. Um, it might be like a couple episodes, and I'm guessing they're gonna just release it all at once because it's shorts. It's not actually like a. I don't know if it's like a movie or a TV show or just like five shorts and it takes thirty minutes or I don't know exactly. It looks cute, but I don't know how much of it is it canon or is it just for fun. 
Yeah, and and they may Probably not just for fun. Least as a anything other than as a bumper between shows or something. If yeah. they're really short, they might treat them like they did the um, Toy Story shorts. I mean, I don't know. So we'll find out. All right. Uh, so, Jacob, what do you want to talk about next? Uh, let's let's get off the comic book tangent just a little bit, and let's talk about Dungeons and Dragons trailer. All right. Uh, I think it looks terrible. Uh, what do you guys think? <laughs> really? You don't think it looks like I think fun? It, um, took it just like oh we're gonna we're gonna double down on Thor Ragnarok and throw in a little bit of critical role. Um, I guess maybe it, the editing was just so out there and it's like, okay, we're going to spin around the whole camera. And I was like, huh? Okay. I don't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons really. So I, I guess it's just like, okay, I guess it's like Lord of the Rings, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm very ignorant on that. I'll admit to that. Um, this first trailer was like, I guess it's okay. I don't know. John, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I don't. It's not a game I ever really played. I'm familiar with it. There was there used to be a great Saturday morning cartoon for it when there actually were Saturday morning cartoons. Um, if you can find you can find that and watch that, it's pretty cool. Um, I thought quality wise, I thought it looked better than what I expected. I think yeah, the only da- only only downside to me just Chris Pine seemed like Captain Kirk. You're still trapped, Mr. Chekhov. Full impulse, Mr. Subin. Um he, he didn't seem that much different than that, and I and I know if you watch him in a movie like Hell or High Water, he he is a really good actor and can pull stuff off. If you've never seen that movie, high high recommend of of that. But uh, that was the only downside. But I thought the quality seemed really good. Quite frankly, I was surprised. Um, I don't I don't think it'll do very well. I think it's got a really small uh, fan base that's going to go to it. Unfortunately, um, so I I would doubt we'll get a 3D release. But uh, I thought it looked good. I'll definitely see it. Uh, a 3D release isn't something that I'm not sure about either. Um, maybe, but I think it's Paramount, right? Or, or um, right? I don't know exactly who does that. It is Paramount. I think it'll get a 3D release, and I think people will go see it because they'll probably get women interested. Because not only are there geeks, female geeks who play D and D, but like they just want to see uh, Chris Pine play that loot. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. You know, I don't know if it's going to kind of ride on the coattails of Lord of the Rings is coming on Amazon. Um, the uh, prequel to uh, Game of Thrones is coming out. So all that stuff's kind of hitting this year still. Uh, maybe maybe that will help it. I'm not sure. Well, this is going to be, I think, much more comedic, sort of, because the directors did uh, Game Night and uh, the Vacation reboot from seven years ago. But it still looks to be better than the one from the 2000s, you know, the direct-to-video sequels and the original movie from 2000. Well, if it has Game Night director, then I'm game, because I love Game Night. <laughs> yeah. you mean, uh, two, you mean, do you mean the one that wasn't Jeremy Irons in that, I think? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He is the only reason it's worth watching at all. <laughs> uh, Marlon <laughs> Marlon Wayans and a thing of oatmeal. And- yes, yes, yes. Oh, man. Yeah. Cheesy ad, but it's fun. So, Jake, what are your thoughts on this? This round, we get uh, um, Hugh Grant as the Jeremy Irons uh, character to choose scenery and shout and yell, and so it might be a good time. And 
and Chris Pine's got pretty good comedic timing, so. Uh, and heck, the trailer has a Led Zeppelin song in it, so. I did like the uh, fake treasure chest, though. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not convinced yet, but I'm, I'm, I guess maybe another trailer. I don't know. Like kind of Thor Ragnarok part two. I mean, to be honest with that trailer. So what do you think chances are of 3D release? I think 50, 50. Yeah. About 50. I think 75%. Sure. All right. John. Yeah, I'd say 50, 50. I, I would love that it would. Um, but I'd go 50-50 with 3D release opportunity. Time of year might help. It's uh, March of next year, um, March 3rd. And I kind of figured that this might be something they want to really hit in foreign markets more. So it might be, you know, because uh, wasn't um, Warcraft a big hit in China? Yep. Yes. Yeah. So maybe it is a, China, a 3D movie because of China and, and, you know, other markets outside the U.S. So maybe we'll see. And it'll be coming off the Avatar wave as well, so that might help it. Hopefully, it's Avatar wave. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. So, so it's it's going to be kind of like a, a Clash of the Titans situation where Avatar is a big hit, and then you got a fantasy epic three months later. Yeah, it's, it's weird how time kind of seems to repeat itself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's kind of weird how Black Panther is coming out and Aquaman... Or, Avatar is coming out, and Aquaman's coming out with all within six months, and all of them are like water themed. It's just kind of <laughs> yeah. weird timing. It is what you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it happens. Yeah. Now I, I definitely think Avatar Two is going to probably the best effects of all of them, but uh, obviously, yeah, <laughs> take ten and years. Best 3D. Uh, ten years, it better be. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's keep going here. Uh, so we got. Um, the creators of the character Yana are not happy about uh, how much money they got from uh, Black Widow, which was five grand. Um, which I understand. I think they would get more than that, right? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty low. Uh, hey, they ripped off uh, Scarlett Johansson, I, so I'm not surprised it rolled downhill ripping everybody off on that movie. Yeah. Yeah, Bob Chapik strikes again. Yeah, I and mean, Disney re- and the board of directors rehired him. Boo! Creators have been being taken advantage of since forever, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, back to Superman and everybody else. So yeah. it's unfortunate, but not surprising, I guess. I mean, I mean, you no, know that's why they changed up Namor's origin story. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Is, is Universal still have the rights to Neymar, or, or do they? Uh, it's more complicated than that. Okay. okay. The creator of uh, Neymar the Mariner sold the creation to Marvel, but he created him prior to his employment at Marvel. This was not discovered until after his death. So the copyright and trademarks are really on wonky ground. Uh, He's from a very wealthy um, New England family that right now can't be bothered with stuff. And he has no direct descendants. Like, he never got married, didn't have kids. Uh, So there hasn't been anybody to challenge the copyrights. 
grade marks on the character. So I'm thinking what Marvel's done, well, Disney, it's decided to change him up enough that, uh, first of all, it gives him Hispanic representation. And then uh, if they lose the marks on, uh, on Namor, they have these that they can have. And uh, and I believe uh, the word I mean I know Bill Everett used Roman backwards, but uh, the, the the word name I think Namora means girlfriend. What is it in Portuguese or is it Spanish? You, you're the ex- uh I I do know Spanish, but I don't think Namor is anything in Spanish that I know of. I don't know. I, it might be Portuguese. It might be something else. Okay. It might be Latin. The thing is, it just makes sense to have representation and also to distance the character as much as possible from Bill Everett's creation because of the, because he had, he had, he had, he had created the character for a, a comic book called motion picture funnies or something like that. That was to be a giveaway in movie theaters. Uh, Namor in Portuguese means dating. Ah, okay. <laughs> what does Namora mean? Uh, I don't know. That was a character in Alpha Flight, right? Uh, Namora is his cousin who was created. See, they do have a stronger... Still means dating. ...for Namora, but it's disputed who who at Marvel actually created her. Sometimes she's credited to being created by Ken uh, Bald, and other times other cre- different creators. Uh, uh, Namorita... It was Bill Everett's last creation uh, for Marvel, I believe. Unless you want to count uh, Daredevil's uh, original suit. I don't know. I've read a different article saying that Feige did say they didn't have the rights anymore after all. I don't know. but um... uh, And the film rights are complicated. All that Universal stuff is almost as complicated as the Sony stuff. Yeah, hmm. this why you don't want uh, multinational corporations buying up IP. So, um, yeah, it's it's a long tradition, a very crappy tradition to screw over people in the industry. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and, and divide up stuff and sell it off piecemeal. I mean, I would not be surprised if that's what happens to DC. So uh, I imagine that maybe because they made a big fuss, maybe they'll give them more. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, I mean, because uh, I don't know how much you've been hearing about. Uh, oh, I guess we should talk about uh, Zasloff talking Alan Horn out of retirement again. All right. Please uh, inform us of who those people are. <laughs> no, Zasloff, he's the guy who's. Uh, now in charge of Warner Discovery, formerly known as Warner Brothers. Now it's owned by Discovery, and Zasloff is uh, who's running the. Well, Alan Horn uh, used to run um, Warner Brothers. Then he retired. He got ousted, retired. Uh, Bob Iger talked him into coming to Disney to work for him, and. Fans mostly know him from um, firing James Gunn, even though uh, his big accomplishment is uh, 
getting 20 Disney movies past the billion dollar mark and three of them past the two billion dollar mark. And he's also uh, the guy who got Ike uh, Putterman off of Fight's uh, back. He has a lot of experience and he definitely has a. I think Warner Brothers definitely needs him. <laughs> so. Yeah, back. Well, he got ousted. At, uh, it was a brutal coup. And they've been having coups over there since. Uh, and he's also one of the last of the what I would call the old time, kind of the 70s guys. You know, the guys who took roll the dice and took chances on movies like Jaws and uh, Chinatown. Oh, he wrote, he he's signed on. He got Star Wars made, right? No, that's Alan Ladd. Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. My my mistake. Yeah. No, but the thing is, uh, he's the guy I believe who broke the stalemate between Lucas and Fox. Mm. Fox tried to take. Remember, Fox tried to take Star Wars away from Lucas. Uh, but I'm just saying, this guy has like the Midas touch. Yeah, definitely have uh, more faith in him. Yeah, and uh, and I bring this up is because guess who tutelaged under him? Kevin Feige. So that's, yeah. And also, here's another thought. You know where Kevin Feige started his career? At Warner Brothers under Richard Donner. And uh, everybody's hating Bob Chapek. I mean, there's been rumors going around that is when Feige's uh, contract's up, He's going to go back with Zasloff to Warner's. That he de- that he's he, he would rather um, and who knows if he's going to stick around long enough for his a Star Wars movie. He probably will, but who knows at this point? I mean, he's because um, I'm sure he I'm sure Feige likes not being under Ike Putterman's thumb anymore, but I don't know if he likes being under Chapek's. Um, because, I mean, Chapik is is um, one of those nickel and dime guys. And uh, what he did to Scarlett Johansson, uh, I hope it was worth it. cost him the Russo brothers probably coming back to work on Marvel movies. I don't know. It's going to be interesting how Warner Brothers works. Oh, it, mm-hmm. it will be interesting. Now, we have another question from Facebook I want to uh, answer here. Uh, Nicholas Jonathan said, I want to know what 109 stands for. Um, anyone want to say what 109 stands for? The title, or not the title, our numbered episode. Yes, we've had 108 episodes prior to this. This is the 109th episode. Your answer is now there. I hope <laughs> you liked your answer. <laughs> and sometimes, uh, I don't, and we don't actually, know if it's actually that many i don't know because i haven't been there that long to know it, it seems like sometimes our illustrious leader just guesses what number well <laughs> there has been a couple um like specials the 3d show special but to actually number them this is the number 109th episode so um like we didn't have an episode zero the first episode was the first episode um and we so yeah, way back in 2014. Um, so, yeah. All right, let's uh, keep going here with more news. Um, so, we got some more DC news um, here. Um, now, it looks like Henry Cavill was supposed to go to Comic-Con, but didn't. 
but there's rumors that he he was still going to be Superman, but he has COVID, so he didn't go. But I don't know if he is Superman or they don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think of is is Cavill Henry Cavill as Superman or no? I think so. Yeah, because uh, because uh, I hope so. And just the same as Henry Cavill's management, and he's playing nice with DC and Warner, so I would say he still is. Yeah, I I agree. Why not keep him on there and people like him and. It's going to take a lot longer to get someone else to be Superman, so just keep what you got, and, you know, I... Mm-hmm. Because Black Adam wasn't in the first Shazam movie, and Henry Cavill didn't uh, uh, appear as Superman in, in, the, in the Stinger in that, so, uh, that, and everybody knows the uh, Danny was pissed at Warner Brothers for doing her um, client Henry wrong. I thought it was hilarious, though. I was actually fine with that cameo at the end of Shazam. <laughs> but hey, Mark yeah. Strong was great in this. In the when they decided to make Doctor Sylvia the villain instead of Black Adam. Yeah. Now, uh, apparently, Affleck is back as Batman, though, in Aquaman two, uh, which is interesting because he said he was gone, but you know they pull him back in, and uh, apparently it has to, maybe it has to do with the Flash movie not coming out beforehand. So, um, yeah, I think it was supposed to be another Batman, but uh, the the whole thing with the Flash movie being delayed has called ripple effects in the DC universe. Okay, I think a lot of people are getting ahead of of everything, because the only confirmation we have about this is an Instagram post. Uh, And I honestly don't think it's a joke, like uh, Jared uh, uh, reading... uh, Morbius 2, it's Morbid Times screen, um, a script. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't get too ahead of ourselves. This hasn't been an announcement or not. And because I'm like, really? If you're going to reshoot this, can't you uh, re- replace Amber Heard at the same time? Wouldn't that be probably the best course of action? I mean, why don't you just put Patterson? <laughs> That'll be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Everyone loves Patterson Batman, or the Batman. Um, yeah. So. I thought it was way too long, and and the one movie that needed to have uh, the Thomas and Martha Wayne uh, death scene, this was it. We could talk about yeah. the Batman another day. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not <laughs> saying um, it's it's still a, a good movie, but I'm just uh, I was just saying why if they're gonna do resh- if they're gonna reshoot for Batman. Why don't they, they said they were, oh, minimizing Amber. Why don't they just replace the character altogether with a new actress? Just saying. Yeah, I might as well. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't cost any more money if they got to do reshoots anyway. Yeah, I do wonder if that means it's going to get pushed again. (laughs) DC is just cursed. I mean. I mean, it's such a weird thing because, like, we live in the universe that Aquaman is a billion-dollar movie. <laughs> and, like, yeah. uh, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, people would laugh to your ass off. <laughs> Aquaman, a billion-dollar movie. Yeah, right. And it made more money than Superman movie. What? No way. Yes way. Yeah, yeah. Aquaman was one of those characters that only came up in conversation 
either to referring to those uh, Adult Swim booty <laughs> shorts or appreciating the art of Ramona Frieden, mm-hmm. who made Aquaman look incredible. So uh, it's currently still coming out March 17th, 2023, uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Um, we haven't, I, I was hoping for a trailer for that too, but I guess not yet. We're going to see less and less because uh, fans have been screaming about the effects look horrible blah, 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 at everything. Um, so it's become a lot, it's like I said, it's become a liability. I mean, and also the water aspect, you know, Avatar 2 is going to come in and be like, this is how we do water. And then Aquaman will be like, oh. <laughs> No, they're just they're just trying to animate the drum playing octopus again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yay, Topo! Um, we don't know the villain or anything about Aquaman Lost Kingdom either. We don't know anything about this movie. <laughs> oh, I just want to know what the foe is back. Uh, all right, we got one more topic here. Um, so Meta, in its infinite wisdom has decided to give a price increase to the Meta Quest 2. And it's on August 1st, it will go up a price, $100. So I think it was $299, now it's going to go to $399. So inflation hits this as well. Uh, I think this is an asinine move. (laughs) Yeah, it's an asinine move. It was worth it at its original price point with all the bullshit you have to go through to use it uh, at the new price point it's a it's a hard pass so so kiddos if you got the bread grab now well one more day well they're yeah. not going to be able to do it because i'm not going to be able to edit it and post it before april 1st august well, 1st well uh, well sorry kids if you didn't if you didn't jump while the iron hot Save up your duckies for a real system because at that at the extra hundred bucks, it is not worth it at all. John, would you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, we we have a I don't even know which one we have. We have one of those here in my house, and I I hardly ever ever use it. Um, I don't know if I'm just too old or lazy. I don't know what it is, but um, I just it's not something that I put on and use. Um, to increase it now, I just, you know, makes no sense to me it, with, with everything else being high priced. I just think they're, they're either trying to drive themselves out of the market for some reason. I, I don't know. It's really dumb. I, I mean, inflation is one thing, but I kind of feel like most of the time this doesn't happen. Uh, Jake or uh, Jacob, how many times have you ever had a console increase price over the years? I don't think that's ever happened. Ever. Uh, unless, unless you count the PS5 bundles, never. It's always gone no, right. down. But yeah. you're actually getting something more for your dollars then, though, right? Yes. Like, you're getting games, you're getting controllers. You're, yeah, yeah, you're just getting various things instead of like, hey, you got the same thing. A hundred bucks more, please. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who puts it out more expensive and doesn't doesn't advance the product in some way? I think Mark Zuckerberg wants it to fail. I mean, it was at first a, a, a loss leader thing where he was like, I don't care. I want virtual to be a big deal. So I'm going to you know lose money on this. And I don't care. And, you know, I think it sold pretty decently compared to, you know, other VR. But now I think people are like, screw you, Zuck. 
screw you, Meta. I'm not going to... And I think Metaverse itself is kind of flopping and no one wants to, you know... No one, no one's smart, I'm going to say. I'm going to put myself out here. No one's smart wants to buy crap in Metaverse. They think it's a scam. They think it's stupid. And I, yeah. I, I'm never going to buy stuff in Metaverse. I, yeah. I try to avoid Facebook as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Uh, Metaverse is actually a thing. I thought it was just hypothetical. No, it's a thing. No, it is, yeah. Now, I, I think this is a perfect time for the PSVR 2 to sweep in and be like, uh, it's going to kind of pull like a 1995 uh, E3 expo. It's like, they go up on stage like two ninety nine, and it's like, oh, people are going to love it. And Yeah, uh, Sony it will do this and, and make them mad, and yeah. <laughs> Sony has the boss do this, and they will absolutely crush Meta and be like, what? Oh yeah, um, here's the surprise announcement. The VR is coming in, and it's going to be one ninety nine. Screw you, Metaverse. <laughs> you know, I could imagine Sony doing that just to piss them off. I mean, I mean, like right now, you could go get the PSVR combo for three hundred forty nine bucks. It comes with the game. It comes with all the things that you need. You have to have a PS four, but I mean, you're good to go for fifty dollars cheaper come August first. Mm hmm. I mean, I okay. Nintendo did like the Switch and the Switch OLED. And the Switch OLED costs more, but it's an OLED compared to LCD. So that okay, right. that's a better technology. This is the same thing. This is one you know today two ninety nine. Tomorrow it's going to be three ninety nine. No difference, just inflation. But is inflation really going to be there for this? I don't think anything has to do with inflation for this. Um, I, I think that the chips, this, all the stuff have been there for a while. Um, so the, the better, smarter thing is to make a better value. If you're going to increase yes. the price, fine. Increase the price, but include two games and something else in, you know, in that, make it worth that extra money somehow. Yeah. Or, or like offer a new version with like better, like OLED screens or whatever. And, you could uh, keep the price up, then have the other versions go down in price, or keep it the same. Like here's yeah. your budget variant. Yeah, so that's that's the way you do it. Not this way. It's just going to piss off people, and is not really going to help anything. And um, yeah. yeah, the way they nickel and dime you on content. Yeah, um, I, I really wonder if Facebook has already peaked already, and we're, it's falling down, and <laughs> they don't know it yet. <laughs> Oh, most definitely. All right. Uh, I guess that's going to wrap up this podcast for non-patrons. For patrons, stick around for your bonus features. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Johnny, going to say bye? Oh, sorry. Bye. <laughs> I didn't know it was around Robin. My bad. Okay, as this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Mr. Bengal5, Kevin Winter, and Alex Folk for your financial support on Patreon.com. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bye. You never know. Morbid time can happen any time. <laughs>